1: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
0: slash recommend today.
2: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio Six Ten Outdoor Show, Hour Number Two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the Outdoor Show this morning. Is Jake. All right, let's head up Lake Houston Way and check in with our good friend John Littleton. John, good morning. How are you, man?
0: Hey, good morning, Captain. I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yourself? Well,
1: that's good.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everything's uh, seemed to be working when I got out of bed this morning. So that's even better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no check engine lights. <laughs> no
0: check engine lights. I mean, you know, everything seemed to be pretty good. Pretty good. Sitting over here at the marina, wishing I was going to go out this morning. But, uh, my, uh, team partner is going to go out this morning. I was just going to check in with him a little bit before he left the marina. and Right. See what we could come up with. we got a tournament tomorrow, so, uh you know, our Angler's Quest team tournament. So uh, figured we'd uh, try to go out and win a little money so we can play the game again the next time, you know.
1: Support that habit, baby.
0: There you go. There you go. Yep. Yeah, It's a little foggy here this morning, Mickey. Really? You know? Yeah, it is.
1: Uh, must be calm up know, that way, man.
0: Yeah, I was sitting here at the marina, and uh, I barely can see the 1960 and I mean we're 200 yards to 250 maybe away from the road so right. you know you know it's uh and not a not an ounce of wind blowing you know nothing zero so you know it uh, I guess that's why this little bit of fog is in here but uh, you know only one boat here you know one truck at the marina so you know at that tells you something fishing slowed down a little bit so you know um, and you know that the weather's had a lot to do with it i mean it you know a lot of the guys that i know that fish out here right you know two three days a week they uh, they just haven't been going it's just or they'll go at daylight to about 9 30 10 o'clock because it yeah. just gets you know it just gets too hot but um, they're catching a few, Mickey. I'm, I hadn't been this week. I've been stuck over in Louisiana, but got back um, yesterday. So, you know, it, uh, it's just not as good as it's been. Even the catfish and, uh, you know, the white bass and the black bass have slowed down quite a bit. I mean, you know, when you get that water temp in the low 90s, it you know those things just get real tight on the cover down you know i and they do it not just here but you know all the lakes they get real tight underneath them boat docks or you know and you got to make multiple multiple casts and multiple baits to finally trigger one to bite you know right so uh that or you know you can uh you can maybe get you, uh, you know, if you got a couple, I say offshore spots, you know, uh, you know, there's a few out there that we fish, you know, so you can get out there in eight, 10, 12 foot of water and throw your old Carolina rig or a, you know, a deeper diving crankbait and you, you can still catch, you know, a few. It's just, You know, it's just not fast and furious like it, you know, like it has been, and, you know, it's just tough. Yeah. Got to, what do they call the old old grinder, you know. Get it, sit out there and grind on them. But, uh, yeah, we're going to try to play the game and, you know, catch a few fish. Hopefully we'll have – Fifteen plus teams or so show up tomorrow, so uh, you know we'll go out there and try to catch us a few. Wow. I'm sure we'll a couple, but you know it'll be a little tough. But we'll go get them.
1: Be nice to get five and live well by about nine o'clock.
0: <laughs> I know I'm going to have to uh, talk to the uh, tournament director and. I think there's a rule in there about getting out of the boat you know but uh you know tomorrow might be that day where you want to just ease over the side underneath the bridge you know or something where that water's a little cooler and just kind of cool off a little bit yeah you know so uh maybe she'll let us do that you know hopefully yeah like you said you get you a good limit by 9 30 10 o'clock and go anchor underneath the bridge somewhere and Heck, you, you know, I've caught good fish underneath the bridges there at 1960, so, you know, you can uh, you can go fish underneath there. Those pilings are about, some of them are 18, 20 foot deep, so, you know, you throw so your little uh, shaky head or drop shot down. Drop shot,
1: the yeah, Ned rig or something.
0: Ned rig, wacky worm, something, and there ain't no telling. You might catch a crappie, catfish gasper goo or a bat you know <laughs> <No telling. laughs>
1: chances are you'll get bit by something
0: yeah something a tug on your line you know down there so yeah yeah that fog's getting a little bit thicker even as we've been talking you yeah know? i'm looking
1: up there it looks like you have a northeast wind at zero up there is what it's saying yeah. on fish weather wind's coming down here on the coast too it's it's dropping off right now i just checked it again it's down to about five or six
0: yeah it's it is i'm like i said i'm sitting here at the marina and they got a few little old trees and there ain't a, a leaf twitching you know so and when you get that little fog like that that always tells you you know no wind Sometimes you want the wind to be your friend, you know, but, uh, you know, I was going to mention again to people, Mickey, you know, we all, bass fishermen, we'll have 10, 12 rods laying on the decks of our boats, mm-hmm. you know, watch your line, you know, you get it around those rod, you box locks, you know, you know, you got those stainless steel locks on your box. Right. You know, that line get around there as hot as it's getting. Not only is it going to, you know, it'll mess your line up. You know, you go do a hook set and you go, man, why did my line break? You know, uh, that'll happen. You know, that, those those locks will heat up that line real quick. Really? You know, they're like putting a cigarette lighter or something to it, you know. it'll Yeah, wake once you kind of.
1: Melt it like it'll. Uh, it doesn't have any stretch. It just snapped real easy.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: No, no and elasticity.
0: Things, I, I tell you, those <laughs> things
1: will,
0: those things will sting the back of your leg when you sit on one, and that's coming from uh, actual experience. It, it'll burn you a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I made the mistake of turning around and not looking and sit down to retie, and I go, I jumped up pretty daggum quick, you know. So those, those, even your seats, you know. I mean, it's just this weather is hot. It, you know, I usually bring a couple big old beach towels and set them in the water and just kind of lay them over the seats, you know. For yeah, when you sit back down, it actually helps cool you off a little bit, and then. Those seats get, get hot, too, so, you know, but, uh, no, everything's pretty good, Mickey. I mean, we're doing our thing, you know, the lakes, I, I mean, the boat ramp has been, from all the reports I've been getting and talking to the marina, the they're busy, but, you know, it's a lot of recreational people, you know, out, you know, riding up and down the lake, um, yeah. you know, even during the week. So, you know, summer's out, kiddos out, you know, so they're coming out here and playing in the water, which is good, you know. It's a good place to go do it. Just be careful, you know. So, but um, but anyhow, we're, uh, you know, we're still alive and kicking and trying to catch us a bass or two, you know.
1: I got you. Going through the motions.
0: How's the star tournament thing going they catching some fish or
1: yeah there's some fish being weighed in report. there's uh three red tag fish uh on the red tags the first five get a truck and boat you know combination a ford truck and and a uh haney boat and then the wow. other five uh red tags get a uh a boat package with that also with a coastline trailer then uh you know as far as other categories you know, there's just, well, there's no trout and flounder due to the our shortage on the coast. Yeah. yeah. Problems we're having with our fishery. But um, the uh, drum, sheephead, and, and gaff top divisions are strong and running. It's uh, somebody weighting a drum almost 17 pounds of, in the slot under 30 inches. That's, that's a big fish. That's going to be hard to beat. And then snapper that's offshore is old. like a 29-something. That's going to be a tough one to beat, too.
0: Yeah, that drum's a big old football.
1: Yeah, that that's that's a wash tub right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I was talking with my brother last night, one of them, and he said that they're going to go Sunday and go fishing him and his stepson. And I go, well, are y'all signed up? And he goes, no. And I said, well, you better go get signed up. You know, you never know.
1: It's real easy, org. O R G. Just go to the website and get signed up, buy a membership, and get in the tournament. Because hey, you just never know. You never know. I've seen so many uh, disappointments by people that yeah. uh, you know didn't uh, didn't sign up and ended up catching a tagged redfish or a trophy trout or whatever. You know, it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, you know it's a good deal, and you could win some good stuff. So. Yeah, you can. Speaking of winning, we um I you know, we got that Kids Unlimited raffle coming up again. I got oh, information you. on by email this week. It looked like we had about fifteen different gun packages, you know, some some really nice guns this right. year and, uh it's all through, you know, Bass Pro Shop Cabela's. You know, right. and uh but, you know, you don't have to, if you win, you don't have to take the gun. They'll give you a gift card for whatever, uh, you know, the gun cost. Or you can, if you don't want that gun, you can trade it and get, you know, a different gun or, or sure. whatever, you know, buy whatever you want to in the store, you know. So, okay. Uh, I <clears throat> I haven't got the tickets yet. I usually get a whole bunch of tickets and you know, help them trying to sell them. And gotcha. this year I saw they're, they're only selling 2,500 tickets, which sounds like a lot, but it's really, it betters your chances, you know, of winning something. Better so,
1: chances uh, in the lottery anyway. <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely. I've well, hey, give them some
1: thing. info how they can, uh, can participate in that.
0: Yeah, the easiest way probably is go to kidsunlimited.org And, um, you know, just, there are several different categories and it'll, it'll say on there, uh, you know, it'll talk, tell you which way to go to Mm -hmm. get to the tickets and you can buy them online or I usually get a hundred tickets and, um, you know, I'll help sell them and I'll, I'll be glad to meet anybody, you know, wherever I met some listeners last year here at the Marina, you know, and, and, uh, right. Get them some tickets. So a lot of people want their ticket in hand. You know, it's it's right. just I I don't know, maybe a mental thing. You know, but sure. Uh, you know, you can. Uh, I, but I don't have them yet. I should get them in, within a couple weeks. Yeah. All right. Ticket.
1: Well, John, so, I got to run. Throw your number uh, out. If somebody wants to contact you, bud.
0: Sure, they can call me on my cell two eight one two 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 eight five four four. Just
1: all right, buddy. right. you and your partner, good luck tomorrow. Break a leg, man.
0: Okay, man. We'll see you. Thank you, Mickey.
1: All right, John. Thank you. All right. Well, the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament that's currently going on, that started Memorial Day weekend. It'll run all the way through Labor Day, and it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish have been released in Texas inshore waters all up and down the coast. And you got other species to fish for like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And you can offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to StarTournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the Star Tournament is brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Power Polaris, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptic and Coastline trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org, 713-626-4222, and sign up today.
2: Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 522 here in the Bayou City. Alright, let's go down to Texas City at Boyds One Stop and check in with our good friend Dave Fremont. Dave, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning, Captain Mickey. I'm I'm doing just fine. Hope you are as well.
3: <clears throat> Couldn't be better. It's all good, my friend. I made my little old scroll out here to the end of the dike and I'm I'm sitting here and listening to the snap crackle and pop of the atmospheric conditions on the AM radio and that sure brings back a that brings back an awful lot of memories of listening to old buddy Rickert over there on Galveston Island giving out fishing reports from the fishing pier when I was a little kid and Right. Laying there laying in there in the bed with my dad listening to that and then a little bit earlier on um, listening to a Astro game, even even a Colt forty five game. That's how far back we go, Mickey.
1: Yeah, Gene Elston and Lowell Pass and all that crew back then i mean to tell you there's a
3: a lot of fine memories and i i like sitting out here uh it don't take much to to make me happy it makes quite a takes quite a bit to make me sad but uh i like sitting out here and uh and listening uh to, to the show on the radio and just looking out across the bay it's it, like i said brings back a lot of memories a lot of fishing memories and right with family involved and such but uh I think we pretty much talked this old heat uh about as much as you can talk it.
1: It's just uh <laughs> it's Texas, man. It's what we, it's what we do in the summer here. Suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I always
3: like telling on myself and I got plenty of stories that I can do that with, but but I uh I got a, a big idea to to pack up and take the wife on a little uh, weekend excursion, nothing fancy, just, just get out. She hadn't been out too much since she's had all of her problems with her health and such. And so she loves taking little old day trips and sometimes an overnighter. I said, okay, well, we're going. Well, Mickey, we went last weekend and that was not a good time to go as far as the heat i mean that was when they predicted 10705 you know and stuff like that right. where were where were we going to go we were going to go about 50 60 miles north of waco texas and uh <laughs> we stayed we stayed in a little uh, barn that was converted to a, like a uh, one of these things they call an airbnb nowadays right anyway pretty pretty nice little old, uh cabin I'll call it Mickey, it was so hot. We got off, got away from that coastline, and I mean, everything just went to a dead calm uh, oven. But uh, oh, yeah. uh, we we stayed indoors. We made the best of it. But that night, I saw a band of showers coming through, and that area up there seems like it just man them them thunder boomers just roll right across that area around. I don't call and, it Tornado
1: yeah. Alley for nothing.
3: <laughs> well, a big old band of them come from the west towards us and i I got to looking at it on the radar and finally i turned it off there was no way we was going to just i was thinking well we'll just load up and get in the car and and head on down the road a bit and that that wasn't going to work we're just going to have to ride it out and i was thinking about being in that little tin can and i said <laughs> okay lord we're with, we're with you wherever you want to end us up well that's where we'll be and we were very fortunate that the—I mean—that band was purple on the radar. There was oh, there some real bad spots, and they had all kind of warnings flying out and everything. That was uh, that was either—I think it was Friday night. It might have been Saturday
2: night. It
1: was, because, but it, uh, my sister-in-law had to leave up, you know, over up above Tyler and all that area up there. Those storms came through that night, and they they lost power and they were without it for a week oh my goodness oh that's not right Stay with us you know visit no
3: that's no that's not right and so we uh we decided to go ahead and ride it out like there wasn't any other choice but as luck would have it that just as bad as that thing got it just fizzled clean out before it hit hit our area and all we got was a little bit of wind and a couple of sprinkles so we, we we managed to avoid that but then uh when was it? Yesterday or the day before? We had a real good blow come through League City. It was yeah. just a uh, rip, rip snorting. It gave us a good drink of water. It blew my purple Martin house up on that pole. It looked like a the bullet gillies, man. That thing was <laughs> all over. But I bet those birds was hanging on with their feet as tight as they could in them little little cubicles. But Not I didn't bad. see any li-
1: little.
3: I didn't <laughs> see no babies laying on the ground. It looked like they all rode it out. Yeah, I couldn't have helped but got seasick, but anyway, with all that said, uh, it looked like there's, the tide's a little bit low out here. I passed through a little area that is a kind of little uh, spoil area, and then I can usually tell how the tide's running just by looking at that. It seemed like the tide might be down a bit, and uh, there's a couple of folks out here fishing, but it's... Uh, it's downright lonely out here at the very end, Mickey. There's not a soul out here, but down closer to the, the big boat ramp, uh, there were some lights and uh, generators cranked up. I did see one guy uh, trying to wrestle a hook out of a small speck's mouth with a pair of pliers as I drove by. But, uh, the area's not short of good fishing reports, as you know. You know, the bay's uh, been alive and well. If you can put up with the heat and go real early or, or go, uh, real, real late, uh, it's uh it's been paying off pretty well. Some nice trout have been caught right here off the rocks and uh well, so I'm good. glad to see that. Bait conditions uh here in uh on the Texas City Dyke and boy, it's one stop is uh Alberto's got some nice uh live shrimp and uh he's even got a little basket of finger mullet and he's got quite a few of those uh oxygen enrich uh super croakers at uh super
1: yard super slammy powerhouse croakers man
3: yeah <laughs> so he's uh he's got things in uh, real good shape in terms of bait and uh yeah we got a good assortment of uh, pretty good assortment of table shrimp and We've uh, we even had some more live crawfish coming in. He's not a lot. The season's over for all practical purposes, in my opinion. But but as long as the workers over there that he he deals with in Louisiana, they've still got some hands on that are going out and catching some crawfish. Jason's willing to go over there and pick them up for sure. here and see if folks still want them. And they wow. still do. They're
1: you know, oh, know, people, people still eating crawfish. It's fixed to be crab season, though. It's time to get on them boiled crabs, the big blues, man.
3: <laughs> well, you know, that's the neat thing about it, Captain, is you can go out there and go crabbing, and you don't even have to cook them. They're coming out of the water already cooked,
2: And I'm telling you, they're boiled up, up real <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: But there's some nice blue crabs uh, that are also being caught. I, a lady that... Posted up on her little old fishing page, uh, she had caught a a real nice uh, ice chest full of those rascals. I think she was using a couple of crab traps. I don't know. You might some people might call that cheating, but whatever it takes. I know you like using That's kind of fun throwing them traps out and checking them. I like running All them because
1: right. you just don't know. Do you pull it up, see what you got? Yeah. Hey, you
3: ever accidentally uh, pulled a flounder up in one? I've, I've done that a couple of times. Yeah,
1: and uh, uh, we catch <clears> soft-shell <throat> turtles in them. Uh, it's uh, all kinds of weird stuff. Hardheads, and uh, yeah. hardheads don't do so good in there. Those crabs latch onto them, and uh, <laughs> boy, they, they uh, that might be something good for bait. Use, you know, hardheads for bait. There's plenty oh, of them. Oh, yeah.
3: You know hard they, they do it. They do like those hardheads. It's probably like a hardhead committing suicide to go inside one of them traps. It's going to happen. But uh, I know another thing is is that nothing stinks more than a rotten hardhead in a crab trap. When you pull oh. that thing up, and <clears throat> oh man, that'll that'll knock the taste right out of your mouth. That's some nasty, nasty stuff. But uh, the crabs are mm, man, that's been real meaty lately. There's been some big old uh, fat, juicy males. We've had we've had some nice crabs uh, commercially uh i failed to look a while ago when i passed by the store see if we had any crabs well, i wouldn't be surprised if we still do most mornings they've been reporting that they've got some uh ones and twos and uh i think even uh some folks like uh some of the females i think they might have even had a half a box of them but most of the time they're all males but right. uh pretty pretty good on the on the bait camp front mickey and uh Looks like uh, we'll be all geared up to try to have a weekend, hope everybody stays cool and don't get all wiped out over this heat.
1: No, it's just stay hydrated and uh, fish early and fish late. (laughs)
3: That's it. That's the ticket.
1: Too bad there's not Astros game on every afternoon like the other day, man. That was nice coming in and getting an AC and getting to watch a ball game.
3: Yeah, some of the guns have had me biting my fingernails up to the first knuckle. Oh uh, no. here, Lately, <laughs> I I finally told my wife I said I'm just going to start recording them and then just look and see if we won or not. They now, just haven't found fan. their groove yet. You know, we're loaded with talent, <laughs> yeah. and
1: I mean they just they just hadn't found their groove yet. But if they ever do, they'll be tough to beat.
3: Some, uh, and then you got you know some of the. Old reliables like Bregman, he turns it around and he starts really smashing it good, you know. But then we get yeah. Jordan and he gets Jordan gets hurt and I just, wish he'd just hurry up, and think, heal
1: up. I need I need a Jordan fix. I love watching him <laughs> hit home runs, man. I, I like I don't hear good, but I sure like to
3: hear the crack of that ball hitting that bat, I and mean, you know when no, it when so it does.
1: There's no <laughs> sound like that when Jordan hits it. He, he brings thunder, man. He can bring rain. Uh, Used to be when Cincinnati would come to town back during the
3: Astrodome days, there was a they had a center fielder named uh, George Foster, and man, he was a he he was awesome. Oh, he could. He was wiry. I mean, he was big, but he was wiry, uh, and he could hit that ball a country mile. And my dad and I were sitting out there in the cheap seats, out there pretty close to where that big runway is in dead center field. And uh-huh. and he hit he hit one, and that ball just kept going and kept going. It went <laughs> down into that down into that hole there, and the next thing you heard was a big boom where it hit the last wall in the Astrodome, and it was just unbelievable. <laughs> and I know kind of like know, that one
1: that uh, Pujols hit off a. Of Simmons that time with the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Remember that when the uh, guy on the airline, you know, the airplane, the team plane they were flying to St. Louis to play game 6 or whatever and he said and, uh folks, if you look out the right side uh, windows, uh, you'll see that ball that holes hit last night. It's still going. <laughs> what a I think shot. he took
3: a, I think he took two or three steps backwards before he swung that bat and come into it. I mean, he was like it's he, just smoked
1: it. That he smoked he it, man. All right, Dave. Well, I got to run, buddy. If somebody wants to call down to Boyd's, uh, give them some info, a number and address and all that. They can come down and get him some <sighs> bait and get worked up for the weekend. Maybe some crawfish, blue crab, whatever, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Boyd's one
3: stops at 227 Dyke Road, right there at the base of the Texas City Dyke. And we're on the right hand side there. And, uh, We'll fix you up with whatever you need as far as bait and tackle, and uh, whether it's live, dead, or even in between. uh, Crabs and all that other good stuff. And Our uh, Santa Fe location, we're still cooking some crawfish. Uh, Looks like we're going to be doing it. We did yesterday, and it looks like we're going to have some maybe today. I'll have it posted on Facebook, and uh, we'll just try to see how the weekend pans out for that. Mickey, thank you so much. Good to hook up with
1: you. Thank you, Dave. You have a good weekend. Stay cool if that's possible. All right. Thank you, Now. All right, buddy. See ya. All right. Well, folks, if you want to know the latest and greatest in fishing, tune in to the Texas Insider Fishing Report Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. on Bally Sports Southwest, or you can find it on AT&T Sportsnet. This show will give you a fresh fishing forecast before the weekend so you can spend more time catching fish. And Texas Insider they break down the state in six regions, three freshwater for bass and crappie enthusiasts, and three salt water for the guys who want to catch trout and redfish inshore and tuna, wahoo, and marlin offshore. So join Dave Farrell, Bree Gabrielle, and my friend Captain Rick Murphy to know what's hot and what's not. That's every Thursday night at 10.30 p.m., Friday at 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. on Valley Sports Southwest or AT&T Sportsnet. Check it out. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: My Maria.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. All right. Let's run down San Leon or Galveston Way, wherever this guy may end up this morning. I don't know. Let's go talk to Captain Steve Hillman, see what he's up to. Steve, good morning. How are you, man?
2: I'm doing okay. How are you this morning?
1: Oh, I couldn't be better. What's up with you?
2: No, just one more day. get a day off tomorrow. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> another day, another A.
2: Golly. I'm ready for deer season.
1: You and me both.
2: 130 days. Count them down.
1: Oh, you're counting them. You're a counter, huh? <laughs> I'm just
2: joking. That was a guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'll
1: take it.
0: <laughs> Probably pretty close.
2: Yep. No, uh, I've had some tough stretches in my
0: (laughs) fishing career, but
2: but I'm going to tell you something, man. This week, week it ranks right up there with one of the toughest weeks I've ever had. It's crazy. Of course, a lot of it's just fighting this wind. But, uh, I mean, we're doing good to catch eight or nine fish right now. Eight or nine legal fish. It's 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 legal,
1: yeah.
2: It's really tough. Non
3: throwbacks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we went from yeah. non keepers to non throwbacks.
2: Yeah, but now yesterday was was the worst. Uh, nothing, you know, it was supposed to be south five to ten, I think.
1: And yeah.
2: When I, put the boat, when I put the boat in, it was north northeast at fourteen, gusting like seventeen. And we get out there, and it looks like it's gonna. It looks like it's gonna kind of die down. So I've I made a big time move to some stuff that that I had been doing good back when it was calm, you know, when, when fishing season first started and we were all catching, <laughs> but, uh, I went over there and it was liquid mud and then it started really cranking. Oh, and then Lord. the wind flipped around to the South and started blowing about 17 or 18 out of the South. And it was just, it was so crazy. And, uh, we ended up getting tucked behind a, a little Island and, and caught it nothing but pencils and, A couple of ladyfish, a couple of gaff top, some sand trout. I caught a really nice blue crab. But uh, at, I think, 930, I told them I'd had enough, and they'd had enough, too. I said, let's just do it another day, and we came in. I couldn't. There was nothing I could do. It was blowing so hard. The the tide's been so low in the mornings that the water's just not holding up. You know, when we have those really high tides we had here a few weeks ago, you can handle a little bit of wind. But, man, when it's tides foot and a half, two foot out, and you get that southwest wind on top of that bathwater, you know, 87 to 89 degree water, it doesn't, the clarity just doesn't hold up.
1: No, there's yeah. just too much stuff in the water. It just stirs up so easily.
2: Yeah. And unless you're tucked away somewhere wade fishing, uh, and even that I don't think would be great because of the how low the tides are right now, uh, mm-hmm. I don't... I mean, I don't. You just don't have much of a shot at having a, a very productive morning. And uh, I don't know. It was uh, yesterday was was something, but uh, the rest of the week really, honestly, wasn't much better. I mean, five or six trout a day, a couple of flounder, a couple of reds, and uh, and some oversized reds and and uh, undersized reds, under, undersized trout. But you know, as far as keepers, just not not many. Not for me, anyway. I know I talked to one of the live bait guys yesterday and they did real well yesterday morning they got on really good so really that's that's
1: encouraging
2: yeah yeah there's there's some areas holding some fish but uh catching them on lures is a challenge for me anyway but uh i don't know we'll see today i guess the wind's down this morning right
1: yeah it is down
2: a little bit i've been watching it
1: it was you know a little puffy about 4 a.m but it's been steadily declining since I went on air, so. Yeah. We'll take it.
2: Well, well somebody's got a, a really big group. They're walking across the parking lot. It's like 15 people, kids, families, backpacks. uh That looks like fun, but, uh, at least it's calm for them. But no, I'm just doing the same thing, man. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get out to where I have been, out closer to the channel, and that deeper water over shell is, is, that's where we were really doing well before all the wind hit. Um, um but I, I, I've been relegated more to, like I said, fishing behind peninsulas and islands, sandbars and stuff, areas that normally I don't, I don't catch a lot of fish this time of year. A lot of keepers, you know, a lot of nursery fish. But um, it's really all I've, I've been doing. It's it just hasn't, it's just not, not a very productive pattern. But when no, you're it's
1: been a daycare center, man.
2: It really has, but when you're restricted to that, it's either that or you, you you don't you just don't go fishing, and uh, you know most of my guys they want to go, they want to go try it.
1: Yeah, do like I do, just don't go. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I don't have that luxury most days. No, but no. We're catching everything, really, still on on uh, Little John's and and uh, and, and Bass Assassins. And then we caught some of those reds, I guess Friday and Saturday, we caught, got on the reds. It was decent. Most of them were oversized, but uh, we caught most of those on those bass assassin spinner baits. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try to try to go back to the, to the well I hadn't been to in, in a couple of weeks today with these guys. So. But I'm a little concerned about that tide ripping in. You know, it's not just the wind we have to deal with these days, Uh, especially when you get out east of the channel, uh, with the loss of oysters through the years, we just don't have that substrate to to keep our water clear when that tide starts ripping in at three or four knots and it gets really, really dirty.
1: It rolls it up, don't it?
2: It it really does. So that's, that's a challenge too. But, uh, but I know we've got some areas holding fish. I just, I haven't, not just me, a lot of us that, that throw lures or what few of us throw lures, I guess I should say. Uh, we're all pretty much struggling, you know? I
1: mean, oh, I know some real good fishermen that went out yesterday and only had one keeper trout. One boat did, another boat had like two. I mean, yeah. uh, the struggle was real.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how anybody stayed out in that stuff and fished other than their wading, but uh, it, was, it was brutal. But it looked like it finally started coming down maybe midday a little bit, but I didn't really pay attention. I was, I was way off the water by then. But no, the water temperature is so hot, 88, 89 degrees. But, you know, I've been bouncing back and forth between East Bay and Campbell's. I fished West Bay one day. And when I'm crossing that channel, like the other day, and I've been fishing the Galveston Channel quite a bit, right? More than I have in years uh, yeah. because of the wind, you know, the wind, obviously. But uh, we're catching a few in there. It's not great. Uh, a lot of little ones showed up recently. But when I'm, here's what I've noticed when I'm crossing the channel, like we left the Galveston Channel the other day. And, uh, headed back to East Bay to get punished some more, um, in rough, muddy water. I don't even know why I did it, but, uh, we were crossing the channel and it was, it was like water temp was like 87 and a half, almost, almost 88 in a couple places on mm-hmm. this side. And we got to the channel right there basically by just before you get to Baffle Point, before you get to the Bolivar Wells and all that, that clean Gulf water had been coming through the jetties all morning. That water temperature dropped all the way to 80.5 right there. Dropped oh, 7 or cool. 8 degrees.
1: Boy, that, ought, was, that water should have been full of fish.
2: <laughs> well, I know, I did. I <laughs>
1: it should have been, I, I said. On, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Well, you know, here's the deal. I stopped on one of those little wells. We used to catch a lot of fish on those little wells right there. And uh, I stopped on one that, that I used to catch some fish on. And, and uh, the current was so bad. I put heavy jig heads on. We got down. We caught a couple of sand trout, but, I mean, we couldn't. You know, I don't know. It seems like we couldn't get bit, but it seems like there ought to be some fish right in that area. But I don't ever see any boats really fish those wells anymore. But, uh,
1: no, but you just we see drummers on. out there during a the drum run.
2: Correct. Correct. But we got on in the East Bay and, uh, got on a couple of the South Shoreline reefs and the water was still real dirty and stuff. And, man, we just we caught sand trout and, and little specks couldn't get anything going there's there's a couple of patches of fish over there but it's just i don't know for this time of year for june we should we should have more patches of, of keeper sized fish on those reefs it's kind of kind of bizarre really but uh yeah i don't know man i don't know if something's the worm's got to turn sooner or later but uh but i am having i'm having fun with some of these reds you know i got some pointers from my buddy sal batista who read He redfishes a bunch, and I called him the other day to see what kind of baits he was throwing at him, that kind of stuff, and and, uh, I'm doing some stuff I haven't haven't done in a long time. Some of the things I'm doing I've never done, honestly, but it's kind of breaking the monotony a little bit, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens today. One nice thing we
1: can say in Galveston Bay, we can no longer boldly go where no man has ever been before. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: yeah, had to throw that one out there for the trick.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> but now we're gonna. I'm gonna start out on some deep shell this morning and see if we can get anything going. And uh, I am seeing a lot of shad. I'm not seeing the wraps and mullet I was seeing, but I'm seeing a lot of a lot of shad, little button shad. Uh, right. and some big, in certain areas, one of the areas we fish yesterday, some, some big shad, like three, four inch shad. Uh, and, and, uh, we got up in shallow yesterday on the trolling motor and there was little brown shrimp hopping out of the water. I mean, there's no shortage of bait. It just no. it doesn't seem like there's a hell of a lot of fish in there eat, to eat them. <laughs> Other than, right. You know, some of these little trout we caught, you could put in an aquarium yesterday, but, uh, I don't know. Man, I long for
1: the days when you wade down a shoreline and every step about 20 brownies jump out of the water and every cast mm-hmm. you got a fish on the end of your rod.
2: Yep. And there's, you know, I found some stuff wading earlier this year or earlier this summer, I guess you'd say, along the shorelines, uh, in particular over in West Bay, where there's some new oyster growth and there's some, some grass coming back in, in some of those coves right so you know there's there's some positive things happening too but uh, but you can't do any of that when you're fishing in 90 degree water and low tide you can't, no. you can't do any of that you know those oysters are on the shoreline they're sticking out of the water right now but uh, but once this tide gets right i think our tide schedule changes here in a couple of days and and uh, we start getting like 1 3 1 4 high tides mm-hmm. and uh, and then i think we go back to four decent tides Sunday. Sunday or Monday. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday
1: we time. go back to four tides. Yeah, and they're and they're we, pretty good. You know, there's a good bit of current between all the exchanges. I, I, I noticed that. Well, except that. the I one like at nighttime. Least we have good daytime exchanges.
2: Right, right. Yeah, I noticed that because the last time we're on four tides, we're belly aching about how weak they were. Because they were. I was like, just stale
1: and stagnant. The there wasn't any water movement, man. Right. Especially up right. my way. The farther north you go, the weaker it gets. So you got to yeah. get down by the passes and on the coast.
2: Exactly. But uh, so that should help. I'm I'm taking off tomorrow, and then I'm back at it Sunday. But pretty solid until September, so I've got quite a few holes from September on. So. You don't
1: have any open boat specials?
2: Man, I am. I'm running a <laughs> raffle. I'm going to do a raffle.
1: You're going to do a raffle?
2: Yeah, let's yeah. raffle off and get get me an open boat thing going. But, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, I might have to
1: I better quit making fun of
2: those people.
1: I might no. have to <laughs> oh boy. Oh well. All right, man. Well I thought I'd check your pulse this morning, see what was up. At least you uh may not have to fight too much wind this morning. I think it's uh looks like it's southwest at seven at the North Jetty. Eagle okay. Point seven. Uh five, five, six, all over the bay, so hey. Yeah. Well, anything's about better. Twenty mile an hour winds.
2: That's what I was going to say. Anything's better than that. Fifteen to twenty, we've been fishing in. Even though I, I hate any kind of west in it, I can't stand. No one can. I know. It is, it is what it is. But the salinity's good. So if the water, if the wind will stay down, it's water ought to. In the time, once the tide slows, slows up right. a little bit, it ought, it ought to clear up a little bit.
1: All Let's right, see. Hillman. Well, hey, throw them out a number. <laughs> Somebody wants to call you about getting in on a open boat or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. 409-256-7937
1: All right, Steve Hey, good luck today, man Catch him up, get in early
2: All right, I'm going to need it Thanks,
1: Mickey All right, good luck, Steve See you, buddy Thank you All right, Bye. later All right Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show but we'll be back in the morning bright and early 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT, Houston This episode is
3: brought to you by Progressive Insurance Whether you love true crime or comedy